Time is the enemy, the past, it threatens the fastest weapon. You wouldn't make it past a second, and that's the question. Play it brash and reckless, or choose a cautious solution you thought was prudent. In any sepulchre, poker to will become the putrid. It's that wealth that I'm pursuing. No mountain too steep, but dungeon too deep to send expendable marks up to the top of the peak of beneath. They see you bleed, they come like sharks to it. While I swim in that money bin like Carl Barks drew it. So send your national parks drew it. I'll send them home in a natural box with a closed top and most of the parts included. <sighs> Save your breath for a cleric confessor. Death is a lesson and life is a tenured professor. But if you're seeking my official advice, sign on the dotted line and mission the twice. Uh, hello, I am Tycho Brahe of Penny Arcade and PAX. I'm also a Minifus Harroward drawn CEO of Acquisitions Incorporated, but today I'm chair for Kay Horkrims, and I'm here to run a game of Dungeons and Dragons for my friends, specifically these friends. Uh, to my right, uh, she's a coherent beam of Lathendra's holy light. It's Evelyn Marthane. Uh, to the right of my right, He's the owl boy. He can turn a scowl to joy. It's still. Oh, I love it. We have this precious young oh. bird gentleman oh. uh, lit upon a branch. We have uh, to the right of my right, of my right, once more with feelings, it's prism. Well, yes, yeah. I don't have a, a thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, th that was good, but also the, the fact of the matter is you're not wrong. I mean, uh, still, you saw it the same way I did. If if you're gonna uh, go in on some TikTok, yeah. The fact of the matter is, is that that's that's. I feel like that's basically the right brand. Um, to my left, it's been one week since we've seen it's been a ten day. Mm -hmm. Woo! Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. Now, more like thirst from the quiver, ho. Uh, it's first from the quiver. <laughs> there's also I feel like there's the very quick like very compact Mao like the like when they jump up on something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's like what? that it's like that seven zip compressed meow what's a what's another cat sound that you know Jerry uh let's see uh I'm sure they fart I, I'm not gonna get tricked into this <laughs> I'll just make cat sounds for two hours, and you know that. Oh, yeah. The fight was especially cruel. Oh, yeah. Um, now, uh, when last we saw our heroes, uh, they had uh, found their way uh, into the uh, strange and weathered carriage house uh, that contained within it the House of the Lost. Now, the House of the Lost, as we would come to discover was uh, in fact a certain famous black card uh, that was once owned by the C team. And knowing the town in which the C team went missing, it all sort of makes sense. It uh, also- Jerry, yes. before we continue, is there some kind of announcement that you wanna make? God bless you, Yitzbin. <laughs> God, I treasure you. I treasure this horse person <laughs> daily. Uh, you might not know uh, gathered throng, uh, but prepare yourselves for this wisdom. Um, 
we're partnering uh, with Codename Entertainment. Uh, uh, and and I, I can see what games you're playing if you're on my Steam list. And so I know uh, hmm. that there is the occasional idle champions of the Forgotten Realms player out there. Um, well, good news. Um, because uh, we, specifically Dave and I, are going to do a special stream later uh, to showcase the launch of Twitch Drops 2.0. You can watch me and Dave get wild, and then you can get shit uh, for Idle Champs. It's going to be cool. Uh, I'll go more into that uh, during Table Talk. Um, but that being said, Carriage House, Black Cart, Gaudy, got the velvet inside. But... Um, so it makes sense that that would be there. And especially in the town of Sparata, City of Intrigue, it makes sense that someone might try to embroider a cult around it. Um, mm. But it also does make sense that Brahma might have gone to the last place she knew Walnut was. Um, done. Dun, dun, dun. And um, unfortunately, once there, uh, no doubt the the uh, detective work went swimmingly until such time as she became susceptible to the same field everyone else is in this town, uh, a field that suppresses disbelief. So your ally, Elder Brian, um, definitely a good person to know, but it's also clear that he has his own purpose for this town, and it involves using the town and all the mortal beings in it to perform some strange calculation he hasn't gone completely into. Uh, but at the very end, uh, so I guess technically this is when we last saw our heroes. This specific moment is this adult Brahma Ludier digging around inside the cart, um, shaking loose a strange uh, thin creature uh, that of course we as enthusiasts um, of the C team and Acquisitions Incorporated know perfectly well uh, to be a Moigno, which is a, uh, a Planescape creature uh, that I found in a book uh, when I was doing research. And this is the book that I had when I played in high school with my friends, Paula Desma and David Lishner. Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure that they know we're maintaining the old ways up in this piece. Um, but having... Uh, waved this creature in the air uh, just like, like a fan to flap it out um only a few gentle flaps were required to produce a thrist uh emerging as though from a mist shroud and mm -hmm. that was the very last moment was uh greeting to this strange new party uh his customary greeting their customary greeting uh hello friend now uh we now proceed uh with your dungeons and dragons game already in session gross what's that yeah. i say who's you. this now <laughs> god damn it ryan <laughs> see ryan knows the old ways um evelyn last saw kathris very early in the c team's history yeah, this is this... this is someone. This is definitely someone that you know, and and Kathris would resemble. Kathris has gone through many physical, spiritual, uh, psychic shifts. Uh, season three was 
um, that's the season that we get all the exclusive skins from. Um, the big money maker, obviously, for the show. But uh, this this being uh, this absolutely parses to you as the Kathristraub that you know, uh, a, a member, uh, indeed a franchisee in good standing of Acquisitions Incorporated. Kathris, is that you? Evelyn Marsane. That's me. Nice to see you again. It's nice to see you too. Oh man, I'm so glad to see a friendly face. I'm friendly. That's true. <laughs> you are also friendly. It's a it's just an expression. I guess I should have said it's so nice to see an even more familiar face than the ones that I'm currently seeing. That is a better expression. Catherine, what are you doing here? I I understand that I look like Cathris, but I am in fact uh, Cathris's associate, uh, Moigno, the living two-dimensional equation. And I lost uh, touch with uh, that group that Cathris ran with uh, some time ago. It's like an uh, answering machine. It's like a it's like a mystical answering machine that's been left behind somehow. It's like you can go through Kathris's uh, messages. I've been practicing emulating them, and I I think I've made a lot of progress. Some unique perspectives, certainly. Like what? Uh, aside from. Uh, the lack of a third dimension, I think that this is fairly accurate within acceptable tolerances, certainly socially. I'm not sure what most of those words mean, but um, although I'm disappointed to learn that you are not in fact Kithris, I am delighted to make your acquaintance. Are you also looking for the C team? I've mostly been inside of this cart ever since the C-team disappeared. Oh, are you like trapped in there? I just prefer to keep to myself. I don't have any of my, excuse me, I don't have any of Kathrissa's usual uh, equipment, like his, the knife that contains his father's study, uh, his, uh, their arcane focus. Um, so I've just been practicing this Kathrissa imitation. Well, it's a very good imitation. I'm delighted to hear it. <laughs> what what brings you here? Have you have you found the others? No. Who, who are no these idea. that you are among? Oh, introduce yourselves, everyone. I am so confused as to what this person is. Uh, but I'm prison and certainly you've heard of me. <laughs> That's the best <laughs> fucking intro. <laughs> certainly, I don't need to introduce myself. Uh, pardon me if this is rude, but you are the flattest person I have ever seen. <laughs> are you always this flat? Is that rude? This entity is. Uh, but the one that it is trying to look like is not. It has one additional uh, axis of, of existence. 
it's it's very impressive I, that you you turn to side i do not see you <laughs> i am yitzvin i am figuring you out <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to see a friendly face that is more friendly than the faces that i'm traveling with well it's a greeting i just learned well, <laughs> familiar, not remember you're friendly, just not as familiar because I just haven't known you as long. Well, he's not familiar to me, so I swapped in another word. I'm sorry, that's rude. <laughs> well, so and the the it's 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 important to emphasize sort of like what this must look like to Kathris. So there is a kind young bird. And and this greeting, which has a compliment in it by any, you know, by any way of interpreting the language, is accompanied by a sort of soundless hanging sword of Damocles just behind him and over his shoulder. So there is a compliment, but there's also the suggestion that any time you could be bisected by a devil blade. Uh and a, a, a paper man. I am a first from the quiver. You have been uh, rolled in this cart. And uh, where is the uh, the rest of your team? That I don't know. I knew it. I knew he could do it. <laughs> We're not, we are not necessary to this process anymore, y'all. Hi, y'all. <laughs> I'll take it from here. Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see. So the last time that that the that Kathris and the Moinio would have been together, that's right, would have been uh, uh, inside the Everywhere Society's planar foundry. Right, right. Of and, course. But at that point, been uh, separated. The Moinio would not know what became of them, other exactly. than that they have gone missing. Other than they have, indeed, they have gone missing and that anything that he would have known um, up to that point of observation, essentially. So any of the things that they have in there, the strange calculation, you know, orgy, we can discuss that for the next hour if you'd like. There's also, um, yeah, there's an audience for that type of material. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, there's also the, the fact of the Everywhere Society's existence the purpose they were brought there for, um, and also any theories this Kathris might have generated um, about how those things occurred, um, up to and including the uh, the pamphlet from the Everywhere Society, rich with data. Right, right, right. So now the the pamphlet, the Moino, I don't know that that they possess it. No, but, no. But I mean, as far as they know, maybe this this team has. A copy. I'm sure they're really available. So yeah, Kathris, this version would catch you up on uh, all of what happened going on with the Planar Foundry. Uh, would not be aware of the manner in which that the C team has gone missing. Uh, but in the interim, I'll, I'll return to character. Um, in their absence, I've uh, had to make do with uh, meditating on what I what I have experienced and piecing that together in uh, uh, the Moinu has their own theories and feelings about it, which are largely uh, inscrutable and I won't bother to repeat them. 
But I will say that in its efforts to perfectly emulate how Cathris would think about this, that Cathris has made some mistakes. He's going down the wrong, they're going down the wrong path, but I am bound to maintain that emulation and that structure. Mm. Because my objective is to simulate Cathris the, the best that I can. So he's going to hold to it even if it thinks it might be wrong? Right now, that is the, the uh, you know, the program and active memory. And if you could task manage Cathris out and, and bring the Moino back, maybe they'd have something different to say. Cathris <laughs> has thought a lot about the, uh, the sex cult. <laughs> Oh boy! I'm not what aware it, of that one. It's fascinating. <laughs> Imagine an engine, a difference engine, of of writhing bodies, and the amount of pleasure they obtain from this act actually can reveal certain truths about the universe. It can do a scientific calculator type work, not just a base calculator, but like exponents. You can do some graphing. How how do you get the information? Like visually, or is it by sound? Is it like Morse code? It's it maybe by, by smell. Kutris <laughs> realized that you had to kind of open up, you know, leave all your expectations at the door because anything could be useful in that context. Yeah. It's not helpful in terms of where the C team is, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah. I think, oh, like after hearing uh, them just start to go off about a sex cult, person is just kind of like, like eyeing the cart. Like, is there any way to put this back in? <laughs> like, can we, can we just delete whatever just, just happened? Just roll it up. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's it's like it came out from this filthy pile of rags. Maybe it can just go underneath the rags. I now I am certain that there was a uh, some kind of a betrayal at uh, the uh, Everywhere Society, uh, and it had to do with their function, uh, had something to do with that planar foundry, uh, and where the previous C team had been sent. I guess I don't know that this is the C team. C team. Exactly. So, uh, Brahma sort of like shakily uh, finds her way around this suspended creature. Uh, Brahma? To, yeah, to join <laughs> the. She does not respond to it. Um, to join the, the rest of the party. And then she looks at you, Kathris, and says, do you know any words that make sense? I know all of them. I know precisely all of them. <laughs> so you'll need to be more specific. <laughs> <clears throat> and she, she gets very close, and she says, where is Walnut? I, I only know where I last saw her, and that was with Kathris in the planar foundry. 
What were you doing there? This is the part. So now out of character, this is the part where I get confused. Remind me. We had been sent with that, with that hoop, with that, that planar. Synchronous. Synchronous. That's right. Uh, To perform this task. Exactly. And that was the final task in a sequence of tasks that you had been set to. Mm -hmm. Um, Each of these, each of these synchronizations, I mean, and, and the C team did everything that they were asked to do admirably. And it wasn't, you know, it, it was relatively tricky stuff, uh, but they managed it with aplomb. And what they had been, uh, what they had been doing at each of these places is essentially closing off certain avenues, certain paths in to the plane of retirement. And much as it said inside the the pamphlet itself is that the paths to these private planes that they can create, they have to be connected to, um, they have to be connected to events in a person's life that are very emotionally resonant. And so the places that the C team was required to foreclose was places like uh, the belly of the, wandering crypt mm. where all these clones had been manufactured um it was things about, important to omen things, things that, things that were centered in life indeed yeah. up to and including yes up to and including his childhood home mm-hmm. right um the where the actual plane was attached the foundry itself can always gain access but even that's closed off now mm. um I'm sorry, I tried to mute myself in time. <laughs> no, that was it. Kate, is that, is, is, are you one of those sneezers? Let's move on. Instead of, you, you heard it here, folks. Like an enthusiastic, like, whoo, that's a cool, yeah. like, yeah. the yeah, boundary. Yeah, it did seem like a whoo. <laughs> um, and, yeah, so each of the, each of the places that was required to synchronize this thing was basically closing off another possible avenue um, into this place so that once the C team and whoever its current occupant may be um, were there, mounting any kind of effective, efficient rescue would be very difficult. Hmm. Evelyn is standing like the, you know, there's like Cathris and... Brahma and then Evelyn standing right here like not in the conversation but trying really hard to listen and she's she has that look like someone who's like listening to a conversation in a language they are conversational in but definitely not fluent in and mm. so she's got this look like mm. <laughs> like she's trying real hard to understand but things like planar foundry oh no exactly it's like you know all the basic stuff like you know hair Lunch, yeah. uh, have, give, Omen. want, yeah, yeah, and then every now and then it's like it's it's like in German, like every now and then there's this twenty four letter word mm-hmm. right in the middle of a sentence that you understand the rest of the time, and like every once in a while she'll be like, uh, 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 like like she kind of gets something <laughs> and then realizes that she's not sure, yeah. Omen likes his planes. He was he was making a bunch of them hanging out with them hmm. like investing in them for various purposes 
I think that what the uh, C team ended up doing, uh, like the true function of that of that ritual, would have been perverted in some way. They were they were they were uh, uh, lied to as far as its function. To what Who end? Lied I, to them. That I do not know. Probably a bad person. Well, it sounds like it. See, they well, were asking them like... to do something that they wouldn't have done <laughs> if they knew what it was. Well, maybe if we could find out who told them to do that, who lied to them, then we could find out where they are. Yeah, and all those, and all those, all those orders came directly from the company. Right. Where, so where is Omen now? Is the question. Yeah, exactly. And which one? Who's Omen? Exactly. <laughs> That's I a see. great idea. I think we should try to find Omen. I'm sure he'll have all the answers. Uh, uh, have we uh, actually corresponded with Omen at any point? We uh, spent a lot of time talking to a, a printing press. Uh, and this is it. This is where we receive our in instruction. Well, yeah, but I mean, not to like, you know, try to be too important or anything, but I, I do have a personal kind of connection. So, you know, it, it wouldn't be like, you know, jumping rank or anything. It'd just be like, you know, hey, friend or, or connection or whatever you want to call my relationship with Omen. Hey, pen pal, uh, just curious if you know, who lied to the C team and why they're missing, you know, that kind of thing. If you have a relationship with this omen, well, relate, you know, relationships, <laughs> then you send a love letter. No, no, to... no, not a love letter necessarily, just a letter. Wait, you don't, you don't love omen. You should, you should tell him. Tell him that I don't love him. I think it's very important in a re relationship <laughs> to be <laughs> to be honest. I, I didn't know that you were such a relationship guru, Yitzvin. All I, only thing I know is that lies make me sweat out my armpits and my leg pits. Mm. <laughs> leg pits. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> I can see it too. I can see that miasma. That's good. Lying is bad. You're absolutely right. It's bad policy. You start, That's right. You say, you say to my friend that I do not love Omen, where is C-Team? Well, I will like, write for you. Tell me how to write it. I write it for you. Well, the, it, love is really not <laughs> relevant here to this situation or in, in some cases, other situations. Maybe it's not important whether or not I love Omen because maybe that's not really part of any consideration. So, you know, sometimes relationships that are platonic still are important and sustainable. I believe every word you're saying. That's good. <laughs> Prism's like staring at Evelyn and she's just like, trying to pick up on what she's feeling. And like, oh, for, yeah. like for the first time, she's like actually completely perplexed. She's like, I'm getting a lot here. Uh, <laughs> just kind of thinks about it. Yeah, Evelyn, what would Prison be reading off of you as far as mood? Confusion. 
if there is a this person is still working on discovering their own self <laughs> emotion oh, yes. even the apparatus she would use to assess it is is being built right now yes yeah the pot's not even boiling yet prism just like uh-huh if you can you can sense that there's like here's the evelyn you're seeing and and here's the evelyn you're not seeing and also evelyn herself might not be seeing this part too <laughs> it's like you're both allies in being confused by evelyn mm -hmm. yep. yes i sense that mm -hmm. um well, usually Evelyn sends letters to Omen via Strix's hat. I assume she would probably also know how to mail a letter to like the Acking headquarters, but I love it. It's just like, well, I'm sorry if there's no hat, I there's no yeah. mail. It's just <laughs> everybody <laughs> knows about something. this. So she actually goes to like start the process of writing a letter and then realizes that she actually doesn't know where omen is to send him a letter so she's like does anybody have any kind of communication spell or like a location spell because the way that i normally send omen a letter is through like a special portal like you know it's like a special thing between us kind of you know so but i don't have that right now so anyone else know how to get a met maybe we could send one through the printing press but i'm just not sure if that goes directly to him um prison perks up and she goes oh can you see him right now in this room no oh well then i can't help you i'm sorry i forgot okay. i took the spell message thinking it was sending <laughs> so that's just her thing now she's like oh can you see them no all right <laughs> <laughs> only, only spell i have i can only get it a little way there well, um, not Kathris. Do you know how to get a message to Omen? I do, and I'd be able to right away if I were Kathris, but I don't have any spells. Hmm. You have any advice for us? You could uh, put perfume, you know, a signature scent that you wear onto the letter you mail, and that would potentially drive his attention, uh, regardless of uh, platonic or romantic intent. Well, I, I meant more like letter. how to get the letter to him, you know, not like, you know, I wasn't concerned about specific, you know, connection or, you know, th that kind of thing. Who Who is the contact at the home office right now? If you're not um, working directly with Omen. Certainty. Yeah. Do we, so, do we know that? Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, she, she, she was the one that personally recruited uh, everyone. Yeah. It's a, a chastity, constant certainty. That's who it is. Certainty. His daughter, if anybody would know where to find him, I imagine she would. Yeah. Did certainty give me any way to contact her? Uh, she suggested that she would herself be uh, in contact after it was established, after the branch was established. Right. <clears throat> that does remind you of something, Cathris uh, Simulacra. Um, just a moment. Just the a mention, moment. the mention of a child. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's it's like the it's like a new thread comes in, and now you have to apportion the because it takes a lot just to render the Cathris. right? <laughs> right. Um, no, uh, the mention of the child is um, 
one of the it, it's almost a uh, an aside in the pamphlet proper, but it mentions um, a few possibilities because, of course, they're trying to sell these planes, right? It mentions a few possibilities for uh, bridges into their bespoke. Oh, the psychic anchor. Exactly. And so, and, and as I suggested before, there's a few that are just sort of tossed off. It's like um, emotionally resonant things. One of them uh, near the bottom, really just like when they had run out of stuff to put in clearly was the birthplace of a child as a possible, uh, as a strong enough psychic anchor to extend a bridge out to the plane. Hmm. Kathris, I'm aware of something that Kathris was aware of. The birthplace of a child, of the person who's interested in maintaining an anchor point to one of these planes, is listed as a potential way to gain access. Uh, but Kathris thinks that the birth of a child is not notable. <laughs> I, the Moino, I'm telling you that I believe that it is. <laughs> But if I'm being honest and emulating Kathris properly, uh, you're barking up the wrong tree, and I think they're lost forever. Well, see, the thing is that even if we figured out where Certainty was born, she might not still be there, is the thing. Kathris agrees with you and suggests <laughs> that you drop it, but the Moinio is, is <laughs> popping up again, <laughs> saying it merely needs to be the location where it happened not the person doesn't have to be present it's just the sight of that memory in omen evelyn clearly does not under whenever you say planes she just ignores it because she she doesn't understand how planes are related because she's just trying to find certainty so she's like i mean that's really more strix's job right yeah oh yeah whenever okay. there's a plane thing she's <laughs> just like okay you know hold my hand and poof me wherever we're supposed to go you know Certainty would know where she was born, I assume. Well, yes, Maybe but I need to find certainty, yeah. and I don't know where she was born. Oh, yeah, where is certainty now? That's the question. Well, presumably, where is certainty? <laughs> if, if she's if she's at headquarters hiring us, she'd be the one getting through the printing press. Mm. So maybe we need to back. Does Evelyn know the address of the headquarters? <laughs> Would she know where AI's headquarters is located? Almost certainly, because because their own house is there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, but last time she saw it, it was definitely not doing well. I think. Would she? It was yeah. It, it's it was mostly a hole. Yeah. Um, at one point. Um, <laughs> but it's been but, uh, rebuilt now. But yeah, you know that it's you know that it's it's been rebuilt. That's okay. the that's it's very very important for the brand that the headquarters not be a smoking hole. Right. Just just to sort of promote the idea that they know what's going on. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. Then let's try sending both a letter to headquarters and one through the printing press, and and certainly someone will reply. Although the thing is that the printing press seems to have been Brian, you know, when he said, meet me underground. 
That's fair. Oh, you say that out loud. Elder Brian, then. Oh, you know Elder Brian? You're, you're working with him. Well, kind of. He kind of just like summoned us from underground. He's doing some weird thing with all the emotions of the town, but seemed helpful. Same old Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every now and then, sort of at the at the periphery of the simulation, uh, Moinokathris, there is definitely something. Imagine, imagine just like the motion of like flattening out the pleats like on a jacket you can just feel this smoothing sensation over the simulated consciousness every so often like the idea of your mind being groomed gently is that something that like in other words that part of Cthulhu is really easy to figure out yeah yeah it's not a, it's it, not a lot of bumps it, it, exactly it doesn't seem like an attack it just it's it is just a constant presence uh, that you are that is uh, at the level that you can perceive it. Basically. Oh, I see. I see. I feel. I feel Elder Brian <clears throat> even in this place. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine like having your hair, your psychic hair, brushed, <laughs> and that's the that's the situation. He's got a lot of a lot of fingers and a lot of pies in this town. I think. It does, minds. Seem, it does seem like he's he's working on something big. He deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> he's putting a lot of hard work, you know. He's yeah. earned this. He's earned this. <laughs> well, we do have an important career to manage. She motions to Prism. <laughs> and we have a business to run the cover business which supports her talent so those are really important things and i don't want to discount those but i want to ask you three four you four adventurers whether you think it might be important to help and look for this this group of adventurers the c team i know you haven't met them but they are part of acquisitions incorporated and if we're trying to be good adventurers there's someone here to help you know while I do want to sing and think it's important and I need to for my fans, I also know that heroes get the most attention. And so if I was doing cover business and I had notoriety as an adventure, certainly, you know, I would draw more of a crowd and we would be more successful. So it's a long way of saying yes. We should do it. All Crass connected. But fair. Yeah. <clears throat> I will go along because I believe this will earn me a an audience with James Dark Magic. This is only reason. Oh, we should definitely add that to in the letter to Omen. See if he could just ask Jim about a little backstage pass for you. You just drop this in your love letter for me. <laughs> the the le letter just letter. Turns out, I'm not sure. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we will see how letter turns out. So you're you're speaking to this you're speaking to this Kithris projection, and in the next second, it's like 
just suspended in midair, terrifying math homework. <laughs> like the math homework you would, the math homework that you would have a dream about 30 years after you'd set foot in a classroom. <clears throat> and then after another moment, it flashes back and there is a thin Cthris again. What was that? Uh, I was deallocated for a second. <laughs> I started thinking about something that that this Moino doesn't know about Kathris, and I, I, there was a seg fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what any of that means either, but I'm glad you're back. I'm pleased to be back. I'll I'll I roll up into any small pocket or flap. It's a Kathris on the go. Would you <laughs> like you to come with us? I would. Would this Moinio as Kithris? I guess the Moinio might, right? What is its interests? <clears throat> what uh, are its Moinio, interests? It has very similar interests because you're the Moinio. I can tell you, uh, no one else listen. Um, <laughs> it has the same. Its purpose is to simulate Kathris so well that it is synonymous with Kathris. That is something that is whatever it considers to be. That's its version of love. And then oh. kill, kill and replace him? Yes, eat. This is like a single way female? Envelop. Good movie. And digest. Yeah, perfect. No. Oh. <laughs> but it, but it's, you said it's, yes. It, <laughs> it seems but, it's it's kind yeah. of like the Ur for Kathris. It's like Kathris is, is the Moino's Ur at this point anyway. Yeah, exactly. Ah. It's like there's, the, there's the focus a chain. of interest. It's the diagram with like the large fish and then like the successively. The tiny fish. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> but it's almost like it's, it's almost like it's, it's running hot, like simulating it full time. Like for this length before it was always momentary and running it as long as it has here is basically at the edge. Because eventually the, eventually the ironies build up and creep in, and it can't be sustained anymore. Basically, it has to be taken offline. So halfway through this explanation of uh, wanting to be rolled up or brought in or stored in a trapper keeper, <laughs> um, it is just wheeling there. The homework returns. Just, and it yeah, is just wheeling there in, in midair. To to provide an accurate Kathris requires a lot of a lot of uh, processing power. So what I can do on a more regular basis is just give you the performance version, the low memory version, where I get within eighty percent fidelity of how they function. I don't know if that's sufficient. I mean, whatever feels comfortable to you is fine. Can you run Crisis? Mm. Yes. Nice. I got a 3D Mark uh, <laughs> score. Not bad. Not bad. <clears throat> Quiver, what do you think we should do? I, I think we should roll up this paper, man. He seems to know some of what where uh, this omen is and the certainty might be. And then we... Uh, perhaps at a distance we unroll him and the, the 
other people might think it is their uh, teammate and we can uh, use him as a prop, as a, as a front to extract more information. If that's okay with, with Mjolnir. Mjolnir, yeah. Mjolnir. I, I have no preference. Use me in this way. <laughs> this, uh, this, this omen uh, wizard sounds like a delightful fellow. If he can help me get rid of this, uh, you know, this thing, I kind of motion over towards, uh, towards Yitzman, no, towards the sword. <laughs> and it's like, so <laughs> it has to be both. It yeah. has to be both. Like you think it's like, oh no, nope, nope. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no. Uh, a quiver. That's exactly right. It has to be a wiggle of the thumb. That's just sort of a range, and it could. Yeah. There are both. Yeah. And then, also, you four are my best friends, and I love you very much. <laughs> no, Most, thank you. Mostly the horse. <laughs> and then I start touching, touching, touching your face. <laughs> well, a few things. First, Omen's not a wizard. He's a very pious paladin, just like me. He is very devout and very religious man and that's where his power comes from that's oh. why he's so nice and such a um worthwhile associate um but also that's so nice that you think we're our best your best friends and also remember that it's important to ask people for their consent before touching them of course i'm sorry and then he starts touching your face and he says in my okay? case that's fine you can touch me whenever <laughs> As he says, sorry, he does this. Yeah. He says, is, this, <laughs> is this okay after he's already started? <laughs> we'll work on that one. Oh, yes, but just disgusted. Just, it's somehow worse to see it happen to someone else. Yeah, like, just <laughs> bird, bird <laughs> dirt. Bird dirt everywhere. The dirt part Evelyn does not like. Like, she's trying to be nice. The to, dander? No, oh, yeah. Yeah, she, she's mice. not a dirt person. Your so hair's that, a mess. She's kind of like, um, okay, well, that's enough now. He's kind of uh, like thank you. in a circle around your head, just like fluttering. Excuse me. <laughs> well, it sounds like the best thing for us to do is go back to home base. Um, Prism's fans are bound to become overwhelmed and reckless if we don't give them some sort of attention. Sure. And on the way, we'll mail a letter to Acking headquarters. Yitzbin can write it because it sounds like you're very skilled at that. I do not know how to read or write. Okay, well, I was just trying <laughs> to encourage you because you said you wanted to try, but that's good to be honest about your skills, like you said. <laughs> um, I'll write it. And then um, when we get home, we can try sending a message to the printing press. So, because why not? And, mm -hmm. you know, Certainty said she was going to come by as soon as we had things set up. So, may who knows? Maybe Lathander will provide a great coincidence and certainty will be there when we get home. Maybe she and Lathander Jr. are already spending time together. Who knows? Although there is no Lathander Jr., just to be clear. <laughs> no, that is it. It's the, uh, it's the uh, you must have forgotten, Miss Evelyn. It is the printing press. Yes. <laughs> the manifestation of your God. We met him, he's the brain. He talks to us through the printing press. That's what you worship. Evelyn's like, come on, let's go. <laughs> God works mysterious ways. Um, Brahma is uh, 
uh, whispering uh, something to the horse and looks as though she's engaging in uh, an authentic, like the sort of conversation you would have with a person. Uh, and, I, I forgot yeah. about Brahma. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, also, we came here to talk to the cult, which I forgot about. Um, he is the cult. Yeah, she is, is the Brahma cult. the cult? Okay. Yeah, true. So, and we were supposed to talk to them about the owl. Boy. About sharing the owl. Right. right. Exactly. Or the sword, but it looks like this particular cult uh, has very few members. They may not have a quorum uh, when it comes time to sign that document. Hmm. Brahma, did you want something to do with our friend Quill here? Did you have something to, to say? or Who? Brahma. Oh, no, no. No, she says who. Oh. <laughs> I go, who? <laughs> okay, well, it sounds like you guys are getting along great. Um, Brahma, do you want to come with us? Should we bring the cart? Would you like to come? She doesn't need to come with us. She's fine. Look at her. She's she does all look on fine her own. To me. She looks great. Smash Never cut better. to like a close up of her. She's like, no, no, all, no, no. All dirty. <laughs> no, no, no. That's what it is. She is reaching in the sleeve of her left. Uh, of her left arm producing a beetle looking at it as though she's going to eat it and then eats it. Does she eat all of it in one bite? She eats half of it and then she eats the second half. She's oh. actually savoring it. I like her. See, she's fine. And so and I'm the last person to judge your anyone's dietary choices. Dietary choices. <laughs> so she she is uh, she is hitching this gentle beast um, up to the cart itself, um, and as she does so, uh, she walks out to the front and uh, delivers stern kicks to the two doors. Uh, at the front, uh, allowing the cart uh, free exit from this temple. Does she seem to be coming with us or just leaving? She hasn't said, but she is definitely uh, she is definitely creating a scenario where she can leave this at the same time as you. That's definitely what it looks like. <laughs> okay, well, we're gonna go this way, Brahma. If you if you want to come, you just. Come on ahead and follow. Don't feel like you have to. Really, go your own way. Go, girl. You, you got it. You two are sending very mixed messages. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I, I think we're both agreeing that agency and free will and openness are really what we're emphasizing here. Yes. So as you're having this conversation with her, she is uh, ascending um, uh, up to the the seat of the cart and yeah. uh she is drawing the cart out uh behind the party yes the the woman who lives in the cart should be permitted to stay in the cart <laughs> it is her home yeah and we she are her guests yeah. her home with us that's fine okay but if she comes with us it needs to be 
made absolutely clear I do not share the stage with her. Well, why would you? She she doesn't seem to be a musician. You're right. She doesn't seem to be a musician. Let's go. It <laughs> 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 pulls out. If I could get, why don't you give me a um, give me another perception roll, Prism? You give me a perception roll for once. Okay, I, I will. I got nineteen. Oh, come on. Blap, blap, blap. <laughs> okay, uh, I got a 16. 16 is good. The, um, you don't, I mean, you can remember her, you remember her sort of as a multi-instrumentalist. Um, definitely, like, the weapon of choice, so to speak, was absolutely the loot. But uh, the loot that you can see sort of tossed inside the body of the cart you don't think this has been played anytime recently i don't like brahma but that makes me sad it, it 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 legitimately is sad if you if you if you if you had to guess it has been used as a blunt instrument oh um as someone... i can't remember the last time you saw her eat a bug yes <laughs> years that's new <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I look on her with, with some pity and that's as much as you'll get. So she, yeah, she, she warrants it. So she pulls the, uh, she pulls the, the cart out, uh, from the carriage house and, uh, emerges blinkingly into the light, uh, just outside. And that is where we will pause because somehow... Wow, uh, we have arrived all at the, all the way to the break. What? Um, this, this this fast this first hour thing is wild. Um, we will return uh, in moments uh, with more acquisitions incorporated. The C team don't go anywhere. Hello, this is Jerry Holkins of Penny Arcade. Have you come to loathe all the things that you own? Do all your possessions simply remind you that everything around us is slowly decaying as we speak? The only force you have against that is to purchase brand new items at the peak of freshness. And luckily, at store.penny-arcade.com, you can do exactly that. We have got garments for your torso. We have got art, pins, Acquisitions Incorporated stuff, PA compilations. In any case, if you're listening to this, it's entirely possible that that is the sort of stuff you might like. Take a look. Hello, and welcome back to Tessie Teams. Uh, when last we saw our heroes, uh, they had left a barn. Uh, ah! <laughs> they had left Don't a barn. <laughs> I'm just telling you what you need to hear. Um, they had left a barn, uh, and they were going from the barn uh, with a new friend in tow uh, to the sunbeam parlor uh formerly known as the friend hole hey uh new viewers we arrived at a barn and now we're leaving a barn this is the kind of hot action you're going to get every single day so make sure you come back week after week mm -hmm. no, yeah. click the bell will we see another barn buckle i don't up. know but yeah buckle up you bought we'll a ticket but you only need the barn hat. <laughs> uh but but that uh, but that all did happen. It does happen though. 
It's true. Also, during the break, uh, Prism realized that with uh, the rolled up amalgamation of a person and mm. Brahma and the horse and the cart, her entourage just looks that much more impressive. Mm. So now she's back to being a good fit at the end. Okay, <laughs> it's like it's 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 like um it's like a stock market ticker. Like Prism's Prism's mental and emotional state is this complex meshing of graphs. Oh, are you, are yours not like that? Am I am I the only one? <laughs> but, but but it's like we have to get the the sample rate obviously very high. And so you're you're saying there's some kind of you're, you're saying you can sort of see an album cover here, and that means we're moving in the right direction. No, obviously, are they on the cover of the album? No, are are they maybe in some of the um, the supplementary material inside? Maybe, right? Maybe. But Who's yeah. to say? Yeah, they're not on the cover proper for sure. Um, and you know that I mean this this diminished uh, Brahma might serve your purpose well. It's true. Hmm, interesting. You know what I mean? Something to think about. Consider this: she might be tuned to that purpose. Um, uh, Brahma sort of parks the the cart. Uh, far enough away from the front so that it can be seen, um, but also too far away uh, for it to be by the venue. So it, now it just sort of looks like she hasn't, it looks like she could move it at any second, um, but won't. She has found like this specific balance point on this line where it's not close enough and it is, it's rude to every other building. Um, and the only comfort that we have is that she's not conscious of this, you know, mm -hmm. fine. She's beyond blame. Exactly. <clears throat> she's not, she's not present for it. Um, she is now standing on the back of the, uh, she is standing on the back of the, uh, cart proper, uh, attempting without success to tune this loot. Mm. She's so sad. I told you, I said I wouldn't share the stage with her. Here she is, tuning up her loot. Classic Brahma. She, um, yeah. Does she appear to be just like staying there or is she coming with us? No, she, her world seems to be defined by her uh, distance from this cart. Mm. The cart is sort of the the cart is the anchor, and the farther away she gets from it, the more agitated she is. She seems to spend the the she's at her happiest for some reason uh, on the roof of the cart. Mm. Well, guess she can stay there. Oh, so sad. Too bad. Let's go. So uh, inside uh, Prism, <laughs> you'll, so be, you'll, be, you'll be pleased to know uh, that uh, the inside of the parlor is redolent with fresh, with the scent of fresh lemon wax. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh yeah. yes, right. Prism uh, had completely forgotten about this. Okay. So she has an opportunity to to feel joy 
Um, it's fresh. It, it could be that the lemon is not like the right choice, and that would be that would be fine too. <laughs> but um, but yay, even unto the biceps of the stage. Oh right. Uh, the work has the work has now gone over uh, those uh, pronounced ridges, um, and the waxing is moving into. Uh, the suspended fists um, at the top. There are five such dutiful laborers. Now, this is important. I'm only going to ask this once. Are they done? No. Oh, oh shit. Understand oh. <laughs> there. I mean, they, they have reached, you know, the, this portion, you know, of the arm, the hand. I think it's commonly called. Uh, it's they're clearly uh, almost done, and anyone, any non-prism, can recognize that you haven't been gone for very long, and this almost certainly, you know, constitutes a Herculean labor act. <laughs> oh, she just she doesn't say anything. She just notices. Um, she, this is not. Uh... This is not something that she is, <laughs> I rolled and she will not throw a fit about this. Um, but she does go over like very casually and just like kind of side eye the stage, just like see how shiny it is. There is, there is a gleam and you know, uh, you know that uh, once uh, a few torches are lit, you know, once, uh, once the sunbeam parlor itself uh, becomes the source of the light. Uh, this could be it. This might be the night. Oh shit! Okay, all right. This all might right. be. This might be the night. Were we able to stop by some sort of post carrier on the way home to send a a letter? <clears throat> we can. Uh, we can have this. We can have this occur. Uh, I think Evelyn. However, easily, you like. Yeah, e yeah, Evelyn probably carries a couple pieces of parchment because you know she's a paladin. She has to send messages sometimes, so she probably scribbled a quick like, "To whom it may concern, at Acquisitions Incorporated, preferably Omen, but if not, someone who might be able to get in touch with Omen." No, I want to see this written out. Okay, so <laughs> I'm not going to make you do it, but I just I love the idea. So we'll have you, uh, we'll have you uh, uh, enter into a small. Uh, into the the sort of like annex post office that exists over here uh, in this part of town, um, and it's it's like a a ducket, like a it's basically imagine that there is an array, almost like a, a library file, but it's all birds instead, <laughs> and uh, the uh, the papers and quills are all provided for you. So you're filling out your, your, the substantial uh, portion of the front here. And, uh, and while you do that, uh, the man behind the counter, who is in desperate need of a wash, um, head to toe, really like if he could just like go through like on a flatbed truck through a car wash, like get the, get the very best wash. You know what I mean? Get that wax layer. Um, that would be the optimal scenario. As it stands, um, he 
is being very selective about, about these birds. He's engaging in what seems like a dialogue uh, with each. And you have a moment to write your letter uh, in something like privacy. Okay. Well, I started it out with, as I said, you know, to whom it may concern, mm -hmm. hopefully Omen. If Omen is not available, someone who might be able to get a message to Omen, if not his direct report, it will Goes be fine. Down. Yeah. Um, greetings and salutations. Warm. She crossed it up. Warm salutations. I have become aware that the C team is missing as they are friends of mine and also valuable employees of Acquisitions Incorporated. I'm requesting help in locating them. Uh, I also believe Omen may have information that will help us in finding their whereabouts. If you have any information, please direct it to the Sunshine Parlor, formerly known as the Friend Hole, where I and my friends who are currently engaged in running a concert series called The Cover Business will reside. Um, also, um, please let uh, Certainty know that we are ready for her to visit at any time. Thank you, respectfully, and in Lathander's holy light, Evelyn Marthing. Oh, man. Yes. Yes. Uh, love you so much. And lovely. I'm be with you. And <laughs> she, 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 like, um, respectfully and warmly looks like the she maybe, double, like, double paused. She paused before she wrote respectfully and warmly. Like, it looks like maybe there would have, there was like the beginning of a, a different letter. Mm -hmm. She just, there was definitely a pause there. <laughs> yeah, 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 you can tell it's like when you get that email that was like clearly written by multiple people there's like different font sizes like per paragraph right and it's just like it's like the person who wrote the end and the beginning like there's very different mental states involved <clears throat> um in the whole thing you can see that he has a couple uh it's sort of a uh a section of this bird library uh dedicated to uh, water deep. It's indicated at the base um, of each of these little cubbies, and uh, he chooses uh, he chooses a bird, uh, accepts payment, um, attaches the letter, um, and sends it sort of out of the out the roof of the building. Evelyn and then spends he, he, a few and then he, more he minutes. Waves. He waves at it for a while. Evelyn spends a few more minutes than necessary asking him questions about the birds and trying to pet all of them. Um, but knowing that the rest of the team is waiting outside, she tears herself away. Yeah, yeah. In the in the televised version of this show, we license some music, and there's a uh, there's a little uh, montage of bird scenes. Mm. One gets loose, <laughs> you're chasing it around. They oh, laugh yeah. together. You bump they become heads. best friends. You, yeah. was, you know, oh, but that was wow. That happened. All right. The whole so, time that that whole montage, it's been standing outside, looking in at all these fucking birds, <laughs> just utter horror, like like gazing into an abattoir. Yeah, exactly. It's you're just gonna, you're asking mom to go to the bird store. You got a perfectly good bird at home, and you never want to play with that bird. But you're gonna go to the bird store. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Food at home. So, food at home. Um, now, uh, Prism. Uh, what I would like, 
I know. I know the rigors of fame. Uh, I would like to know what, so what is Prism's, uh, it's go time ritual. Um, well, uh, there is, all right. So quiver has like a spot backstage where he like sets up and like does security. Exactly. Where he is ready literally to kill concert goers at a moment's notice. He's never once thought about it as being weird. Easily visible at all times. Yeah. There are uh, curtains set up back there also off to the side. It is very shoddily done. Yeah. Um, and there are candles in that section. No, no, no. Prism did this herself. Uh, oh, this is like a construction paper version of like a private trailer. Um, and uh, there's like some mirrors she found like upstairs. Like this is all stuff she just found in the house. Exactly. Like um, artifacts from previous incarnations of this place. Yeah. And it just looks like hell, but she just spent some time in the mirror psyching herself up. And she, uh, she, that's where like the stage fright comes out where she's like, okay, you, you got to do it. You, you talk too big of a game. And now if you don't mm-hmm. do it, everyone's going to know. And you got yourself into this. You got yourself into this and you only have yourself to blame. And now you got to sing for all these people. Can we hear this? Uh, well, can absolutely. Hear this? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, but it's like everybody can see the curtain and then every now and then the curtain just sort of shifts and moves. But behind there's this perfectly audible self-talk. The curtains are like sheer, so you can just see the body language and just see that like her head is down at the vanity and like she has like a fist on the on the table and it's just like it's awful. Like she's absentmindedly she like got herself flowers for some reason and she's like absentmindedly like pulling them out of the vase. <laughs> oh god, so it's like it's right on that razor's edge of a meltdown. Yeah, it's like uh every every time she goes to do it. Um, in, into infinity. This will happen forever. You can just, anytime we, we talk about this, just know it's happening. She's like, I could just not go out there. I could just not go out there. And then they'd see. And then, and then they'd see. Jesus. So, it's yeah. fine. We, are, we also have Brahma. We can go get her, put her on stage. <laughs> Your jokes always cheer me up before a show. Thank you so much. <laughs> Absolutely. Did you know Prism, that this character was in you somewhere? Uh, well, this part where she's like, now you've done it to yourself. That's just me before every C-Team Live game. But it's just, oh yeah, well, I hear that. But it's like at the same time, like, but, there's, but there are the moments like of actual confidence too. Oh yeah, Jerry, I can't make a character that's not some part of me. This is just like a very different part of me that I am not in touch with yet. Uh, well, listen, we're going to invest. Finding it. Now, um, as, as, so right when you are about, uh, right when you are at the process and it's like at some level, psychologically, Prism is aware that this is an arc, that she just has to travel before the show. And then at about 90% of this arc, like, you know, that you're on the off ramp that is going to put you in the psychological place. You need this. Oh yeah. There is, uh, from your travel pouch. There is a like a crisp, clear tone. What? There's like a like a ringtone? Yes. It sounds like a um like a <laughs> No the, yeah, the old one. No. Yeah. Like like a like a meditation chime. 
Yes, or exactly. like a um, like a middle C uh, note played to um, to get you set up for acapella performance. I don't know what any of those words mean. No, I'm joking. Oh. Um, uh, okay, uh, so yeah, I look in I look in the bag skeptically, like well, what the it, hell? exactly, exactly. So you're you're reaching in and you're moving around, and there is like a soft, almost pulsing glow from the red. Uh, oh. gem that uh, you received so long ago and then held on to long after uh, it might have been uh, good to do so. I just liked how it looked. It was a good accessory. Really worked with my outfit. Eventually it's going to be about like, I'm going to put it in a setting of some kind, but it's like right now it's like a whoopee. I just rub it with my thumb when I'm feeling down. And then... Oh, this gem? Oh no, my, my children's children will have this gem. Don't. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Um, yeah, so uh, do when I look at it, is it doing anything weird? Except, or is it just making a noise? When you look at it, it the, your first thought is that you're seeing your own face reflected in it. Yes. But it's not your face. What face is it? It is a different face prism. Yeah. How, how is it different, Jerry? Well, it's different in a couple in specific ways. ways. Yes. <laughs> Uh, the skin is uh, quite pale, uh, and uh, she has uh, long, dark hair that clearly goes past the shoulder, and you can sort of see it break uh, over a set of pauldrons. Hmm. Uh-huh. And then when she uh, when she sees you through the the gem, she says, hello? Prism just says, who is this? Uh, no, uh, you, you were making noise. Why were you doing that? She says, are you, she says, you from Acquisitions Incorporated. Clearly, if you have a sending stone. Uh, yes, some, some might say that I am. What is your team designation? Uh, I love that she's gonna she is gonna feel so compelled to fill this out. Um, what is your team designation? She's gonna say, um, we are establishing cover business. Good answer. Yeah, uh, yeah, give me an insight. Answer. Give me, give me an insight check. Oh yeah, baby. Oh no, wait, that's only a plus four. All I'm right, a wow. secret agent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby, you're gonna love it. It's a twenty-one. Is it? Ooh. Is it a human twenty? Or is it a? No, it was filthy, a seventeen plus four. Filthy twenty. Filthy twenty-one. Ah, no. That's so, twenty. Huh? Uh, she has done her level best to obscure it. But that statement has put her off script. Okay. That's, uh, that, she, she wasn't ready to receive that information. Um, I say, are you with Acquisitions Incorporated? She says, obviously. Yes, this is, I'm talking to you through an Acquisitions Incorporated sending stone. Are you not a secretarian? Uh, listen, how do I know that you're a secretarian? You called me. 
I don't know what you're doing. You could just have the you could just have the stone. New stone, who dis? Yeah. <laughs> she says, Where are you currently operating? I don't think that's any of your business. Where are you currently operating? Uh, give me a save, a wisdom save. Ooh. You know that I will. Let me look at my stats. And roll low. No, I don't want to. I only get a plus one to this, so it, it, it sucks bad. Let's try. I have to be honest that it is a two. Oh my god, really? Plus one. So it's a three, and that is respectable in, in some places. Which places? Not here. Uh, is, it, is, it, is, it, is it impressive in... Iceland? Sparata, City of Intrigue? Yeah. Oh, well... Maybe, maybe a news. two is uh, uh, 28. Two yeah, is representative know. of the two types of metal found beneath the surface of yeah, Sparata. It, it's, it's deeply so... connected. It's fundamentally <laughs> mm -hmm. connected. Mm -hmm. God. <clears throat> it's taking right. place in front of all of us? Uh, no, she she is. Well, you can see it because apparently the curtain is quite sheer. Um, but you can hear her speaking back there. Here, uh, if you if you would like to if you would like to be on the move back there as this conversation begins, still, I would love that. Oh, I was just curious if like if this was a I don't know, like a a pre performance diva Liza Minnelli tearing apart a dressing room sort of like freaking out sort of scenario and we were all just kind of there watching <laughs> yeah more or less i, think. I would like okay. to believe that that's what it is okay all right um so yeah so when that happens uh you're observing this and you might not need to eat dinner like there is something delicious about this breakdown that you can eat um but it is at this moment of the conversation that the sword points in an instant like it shifts it's it shifts its plane in an instant toward the curtain towards the oh. curtain oh um so you uh let's see you hear let's see do i have my phone let's see do you have access to your email Prism? I do have access to my email. Okay, can you just read Ooh. out loud what I send you? <laughs> this, is, this is like d, &D Yes, I can, all, I can absolutely do that. Yeah. Give me the goods. Still, have you noticed that your, if, that your sword is pointing at the uh, curtain? Because Quiver would idly, like, what? you know, look up and then think about it like why is the sword aimed at my star <laughs> still is like consistently regards that sword um like a pesky like house pet uh he's he doesn't like it and it keeps following him around um yeah. and it's inherently evil looking and he's a sweet boy so he doesn't like what it imparts to other people um but he doesn't give it a lot of mind either <laughs> Uh, so I don't know if he, I think he would be absorbed in like seeing a friend very upset and tear apart a dressing room. I think he yeah, would. Yeah, he, he, he lives, he, he just lives his life. Yeah. And, and the sword is doing sword, its thing. This sword has opinions occasionally. Yeah. All right, now Prism, 
so you stare Ashen. down. You stare down into this thing, mm -hmm. and until it's the only thing that you can see. And yep. you place your right hand underneath your left hand and cup the stone tightly as you recite what I sent over. And I say, I am Prism. I was drawn into a conspiracy by Certainty Drawn, and we are currently in Sparata at the corner of... <laughs> <laughs> And so when, when you are about to get to the end of this phrase, sure. the sword lurches through space and swings the blade away and the pommel, a, uh, a black, like a featureless black orb the size of a grapefruit, basically strikes this gem out of your hands and across the room. Uh, do I like snap out of it? Yes, instantly. But you're, but you have full consciousness of what you said. It's all true. And you wanted to say it. Um, I, uh, I, um, I, uh, I, I cover my mouth, um, and I look around wide eyed. Um, and I go, um, uh, I go, I, I think that, I think that we're, I think that we're being tracked down. I say sword. That was rude. Get, admonish the sword. <clears throat> it was my, no one enters my, my dressing room without my permission, but the crossbow's drawn on the sword <laughs> leveled. So, so, uh, still when you, when you chastise the sword, mm -hmm. it hovers a little lower. <laughs> And the tip of the blade sort of points down a little bit. Oh, then I feel bad. I go, I'm sorry, that was rude. And now I, it's back up. <laughs> and I pet it. Just, I'm trying to make a relationship with this blade. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, you don't know. The sword is the only one that likes it. Yeah. <laughs> Prism, you don't know. You don't know how long you would have gone on. You don't know... You don't know how long you would have told secrets. You, um, think you, you think that you might have just told secrets until you had no secrets left. Uh, I say, um, I, like, I'm suddenly like gripped like someone who is obsessed with a conspiracy theory. Um, and I start um, going, uh, like, I go over to uh, Quiver and start, like, rifling through his pockets. And I'm like, you don't still have yours, do you? You got to get rid of it. You got to get rid of it. They're going to try and get all the information out of us. I think that we're, I think they're going to come hunt us down. I think we're in danger. I'm sorry, everybody. Quiver has a lot of, like, little uh, little bells, little jingly little bells. Cat toys. He does not have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, um, From my bell? personal effects. I, I hop over, like, bird hop over to, um, to uh, 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 Prism, and um, I say, I'm going to touch your face. And then I put my little bird hands up, <laughs> and I touch your face, and I cast uh, Calm Emotions. I also oh. have Calm Emotions. To try to calm nice. her down, yeah. <laughs> uh, just to, to try to, to help her out, because he doesn't like seeing her all 
all a wreck at the moment. There's a level, right? There's yeah. a there's a prism level, and then there's this. Well, yeah, and he just wants to help. And I and I it would be great if this actually hurts it. Like this is part of prison process. Got to go crazy and destroy a dressing room before you go out and kill it on stage. And now he's ruined it because he's taken all the the fire out of it. it would be <laughs> funny, but. <laughs> But yeah, he tries to cast calm emotions and leave. And then also there's dander and, and shit all in your hair now too. So you um, look terrible and he's taken all your fire away. <laughs> somehow the bird dander just looks like a tasteful amount of glitter. And it's, oh. it just adds to the look. She works I'm, it. I'm convinced this is all part of the act. Oh, wow. So as going this in. Is, oh yeah, I'm, I'm riveted by this drama. I had no idea that Prism also acted but I am, I'm all here for it. I'm leading, like every time there's, there's like a, a, a dramatic sling of the body across the stage or a flail, I lead the applause. The, the crowd is going wild for this. Um, I look to uh, Evelyn um, and I go- Yeah, I guess Evelyn also heard this ruckus and just rushed back there. Yeah. Um, I say, Evelyn, did you know that we're doing something that is a conspiracy? No. But I just, it made me tell the truth and that's what I said. Oh my God, this is. <laughs> what made you tell the truth? That, and I point to um, the, the gem, the secretarian gem. All right, and it's like, so. a, like a it's like a tarantula or something <laughs> you're pointing to. A little rancho, yeah. And I know, mm -hmm. um, I know that those were sent from Acquisitions Incorporated, right? Indeed. Well, you you have seen them with your own eyes. That doesn't make sense. We, Acquisitions Incorporated wouldn't knowingly put us into a conspiracy because Omen runs Acquisitions Incorporated, and Omen can't be someone who would run a conspiracy. That wouldn't he. That wouldn't make any sense. Someone claiming to be from Acquisitions Incorporated just forced me to tell them our location. Did they find out? Yes. Yes. Well, you know they what? Know we're That's in fine. They can come here and we will get it all straightened out because I'm certainly not afraid of anyone who would conspire because, you know, conspirers are cowards, as the old saying says. Um, and it's right about now that the edible kicks in. No, is that the calm emotion like really kicks in hearing, uh, having that cast on her and then hearing uh, Evelyn be like, no, it's okay. They're just going to come. She just turns like this really like milky blue, like just like very cool and calm and collected. And uh, she's just like, yeah, it is going to be okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Standing, standing ovation from the crowd. Um, I turn to the person next to me and I say, they did not even rehearse this. <laughs> it's just right off the dome. You know, and this, here's the thing. We can't let those who would, you know, wish us ill to get in the way of our important goals. And I know you really wanted to perform tonight and your fans really want that. So do you still feel able to go on? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Great. I'm so proud of you. Um, this is going to be an intimate evening with Prism. Uh, Prism is like the fantasy version of Crossfaded right now. Um, okay, so... Is that, uh, is that a what? Oh, never mind. Don't worry about it. Um, she's just super mellow. 
extremely mellow. She's like <laughs> dog Xanax. Um, and uh, she's just like, she's like, wow, I feel better. I feel great. Does anybody else feel great? Are we all just feeling great? They are feeling great, Prism. The crowd goes oh. wild. Um, and uh, she wants to do uh, a performance of a song, but it's like that thing. I mean, it's like a cover. It's like where you take a song that's supposed to be one way and boy, howdy, is it another way? <laughs> now, the, the question that we have to determine, I mean, and, and we have, of course, skills we can check for this, but I'm curious, like in your, I mean, Prism is, is a well-trained performer. Sure. Even under these conditions, she's capable of delivering. I mean, the calm emotions is also good. It's just a different kind of good, right? That's the intention? Yeah, it's just like, it's good. They're singing like tonight, one night only, right? They're one night only, it's place. like the blue gobos. She's like got the stool. She's like, oh, does, she, does, she sitting does there with she the mic. come out there? Does she like come out onto the stage, like carrying the stool and then she just like sets yes. it down? Yeah, exactly, yes. exactly. She's got like a Stevie Nicks shawl for some reason. Um, <laughs> like this whole no, look. No, um, and the, the, the stage cleaner, like, like they don't, it's like, this isn't who they thought they were worshiping, but they're fine with this too. It's like, you can tell, you can tell that like with every, every note, every, every note that's exactly on beat and then tastefully just off. Mm. Um, mm. They're, they are expanding this into a pantheon. And it's, it's like, Perfect. basically like each of these is like, and the name makes so much more sense now because she is the light bringer. Each of these colors represents the full panoply of emotion, right? Finally, somebody gets it. I, I cast Gust to give like a Beyonce video effect Whoa. to Prism's hair. Um, I don't think I need to, but I'm gonna roll for performance. <laughs> oh yeah, we have to have it. We have to have it. The most in-character, out-of-character moment for Prism. <laughs> Look, I don't need to, but I'm gonna do it anyway, just for fun, why not? All right, big money. Oh yeah. Oh, 24. Oh, wow. Uh, 14, but she has a plus 10. Yeah, exactly. So this, Jesus. this is it. Like I wasn't wrong. I mean, I was being euphemistic about it being the night. This might be the night. This is the night. Um, and she does that thing where she's like performing and then she like, uh, I love when people do this when they're just healing themselves and they like stop for a minute and then they like tell a little anecdote and then they like get back into it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. No, you know, it, it could be a situation like, do you remember when we saw um, Post Malone? Post Malone, like with Tyler Yahweh up front. Yes. And like Tyler Yahweh decided to sing the song twice. He just decided <laughs> to sing the same song again later. Now he that felt we good about it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what's happening here. She's going through all the hits and they're like kind of mellow, but like really powerful, but just like, yeah, she's really, she's really doing it. She's punching them in. Like how, do, how is the, are you, is the stool part of it in any way? Are you working it in? Um, she like, I, I think this would be one of those ones where it's like, she starts on the stool or it's like very much like a croony type thing. Um, but then she starts going out in the audience and she's like singing directly to people. And it's like, she's wow. been doing this for 50 years. Wow, this is the performance of her lifetime. No, it isn't. It'll never be better. Thank you for letting me have this. <laughs> and it's, it's also, and it's like, and it's like the, 
the uh, reserved chair stands empty, right? But she sings to that too. Exactly. As if yeah. someone was there. You Ooh. still deliver. You still deliver an apex performance, um, and it's it's almost like it's like the sort of thing that like recalibrates your relationship with the mentor. Oh right? yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so it's great, and everyone just live in that moment, and then nothing bad happened ever. At the end of the game. Here. So as so these are, but, but these are but these are original. <laughs> but these are these are original uh, pieces. Yeah. Is, it, is, is there any traditional stuff? Any covers? Um, I would say that uh, she, um, I think she's doing original original stuff like now, but I think there'd be one, um, like maybe she would sing, the one that she sings to the chair is like a song that she had practiced with her mentor, like some, some like Waterdeep. Yeah, thing. exactly. <clears throat> yeah, Waterdavian Nights. Yeah, exactly. There we go. That's exactly. It. No, it'd be like the it'd be like the uh, the, the peers at Waterdeep or something like that. Some yes. lovers tryst type thing. So yes. when you as you start that, you have your you have your introduction, but after the first verse, the lute comes in. Oh. Uh, I think I should, I, I honestly think I should have to roll because that would bristle her so much. I think so too. How long does calm emotions last? Uh, not that long. <laughs> yeah. It's, can it's, it last through this is the question. Yeah. yeah can can anything, <laughs> can anything last through this? I need to re-up. Yeah. So what do you got? Oh no! It, yeah, it's only lasts for like a minute. Yeah, you so. do it. You do it to fix it. So it was. It was just to yeah to to get her out on stage. Yeah, yeah th that basically just provided the launch, the launch pad for this yeah. career defining performance. So yeah. So what what skill do you think she's got to check? And then what would success constitute? Are we I actually think, trying to fail this? <laughs> I think she has to make a deception check to oh, to be cool. To be cool. Otherwise, I'm going to play this a different way. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to roll a deception. Um, and I want this to go well, so I'm going to take advantage. I will. Well, it's not me, of course. It's the, the Shadow Council. Thank you, Shadow Council. Mayor Labors, please. Um, oh, good thing I took it. That was a six. Oh, no. Okay, so 11 is the best wow. we got on that. Oh, boy. Okay, so this is because we have described this this relationship in the course of the game, uh, what it represents, like how fundamental it is. Um, 11 is not going to cut it. Okay. I got it though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, the loot comes in and she uh, finishes the line. Um, nice. Stops singing for a second. And um, she uh, just kind of like, turns like very very, ac very accusatorily but like it just looks like she just like does a snap of the flourish the hair she, is like whoosh. she looks at at brahma um who's i'm assuming continuing to play yeah and, for sure um, she, she's just like providing that that impetus she turns that scarlet color that you can tell any like the, her team all knows that she's pissed um but it just looks like under the lights it just looks brilliant and when she comes back in she's just like belting the hell out of the song and like she looks angry but she's making it about the music 
Nice. Uh, so she is she is corralling that. She's uh, using it. Exactly. She's using it. Thank she's you. Wow. <laughs> this is all the stuff I wish I could do. Thank you for this great role play. Oh, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. I, this is I'm it's my great pleasure. So um, so she is she is continuing to provide she is traveling inward at the same time you're performing uh, for these people. And it's just effortless. Um, like her part of it is effortless, but she is not doing anything to upstage. She's following the tricky timing change. Wow. Right? Yeah. I uh, She's go trying back to provide on. the substrate. I go back on stage, but I am only singing to her. I'm singing at her. Whoa. It is an attack. It is a, a, a sonic attack. attack. Yes. It's like a battle of the artist, but she doesn't, no one else knows it. I was yeah, going to say, just, do any of us pick up on this or is this a one-on-one? -on -one? There's plenty there. There is plenty there to absorb and see. Play in the space with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think Evelyn interprets this as like an amazing collaboration that's spontaneously happening. And she thinks that's just so beautiful. And she's just <laughs> enraptured. She's like so proudly standing in the back and just like beaming. Evelyn is the best, like the willful misinterpretations. Optimism <laughs> is her flaw. Oh man, it's, I really Ooh. enjoy it. I really enjoy it. Um, <clears throat> um, I don't think, if, oh, go ahead, sorry. No, you go. No, you go. Uh, I, quiver's there. Okay, <laughs> now I'll go. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Quiver does not, it's like given the behavior toward Brahma, uh quiver does not buy really into the full like this is peculiar so there, though there's still a nod of appreciation the crossbow does now go from you know idly pointing into the crowd <laughs> toward brahma now <laughs> I, I, I like that that's just like a character that's just a part of uh, Quiver's character is that he points lethal siege weapons at people just because he's thinking about them. So we're here to have a good time, but... But not too good. A, per a, a perception roll, please, uh, from Quiver. Oh, okay. Go, Quiver, go. Oh, bwomp, bwomp, bwomp. Oh, real. Oh, oh, my goodness gracious. Natural. Uh, well, I'm going to look at the, um, I'm going to look at my sheet here and we're going to see uh, which of the delights. Now, obviously I retweeted fun uh, ice toys for your enjoyment on the tweeter. Uh, but is this the level up dice set or is this a spell book? Oh, it's the level up infernal business set. Uh, oh. Council, obviously may really please you. Um, so you, it is, it is, almost certainly some facet of your uh, felinity that has enabled you uh, to see this. So you, uh, Brahma herself has come in from just outside. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and there's some kind of dramatics being played here. You're ready to put an end to this at a moment's notice, but just behind her, you see, uh, you're watching a very strange sort of play take place. Hmm. 
there is a um a lamp post where there was not previously a lamp post what like over her shoulder you can see this alteration to the natural environment Mm -hmm. and you can see part of it twist and unfold and move several feet and then decide that it is a lamppost again. What? What color is it? Uh, like, is it a wrought iron black? Okay. With, um, with wood, uh, like wood banding on the sides. Oh, so, okay. But it's not like it was doing a good job hiding before as a lamppost that wasn't here prior. Correct. An outdoor <laughs> lamppost indoors. <laughs> I think so. Wait, so the song is still going on, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. So that, that part of the performance that we have heard, this is what you are seeing from your deadly perch. I think that, I think that quiver would, would shout, uh, now it would train the, the, uh, crossbow on the lamppost this this writhing fly and and shout lamppost <laughs> so it uh unfolds and lopes oh this bolt's gonna no. fly in a bestial way don't like that across this one of the wheels of the cart falls away and folds and joins it lopingly. And then the way in which it unfolds behind Brahma at the threshold of the parlor Do it, man. is something like a switchblade coming to life. It unfolds and orients itself uh, wooden, like a wooden breastplate slipping out of some hidden place in space. It's uh, arms and legs, both clearly weapons, uh, no head visible of any kind. And it's bladed arm uh, extends itself out a full six feet um, toward Brahma Ludier. Uh, and with that, <laughs> Shadow Council, what? Mayor Labors, please you. Damn it, Siri. We operate this according to the rules of pulp cereals. Um, that's that's what we that's what we endeavor to contain. So uh, we will go into this verifier assault uh, as we start the next game. Uh, but until then, uh, steady yourselves. I know it was a very exciting moment. Um, but uh, we'll be back in moments uh, with some table talk. Uh, I'll go into some of the details uh, about the uh, Codename Entertainment uh, affiliation we've developed. Um, we'll get into all that kind of stuff. And your questions, don't go anywhere.